welcome, you guys. Um, our theme, if you guys haven't been here for August, is the Wellness Revelation. So that is the book that just came out from Revelation Wellness, which you guys are all familiar with by now. So we're just going to share like wellness revelations all month long, either from the book or things that the Lord has taught me either in practice or through teaching or just sitting at his feet or personally through my personal journey. So um, it, make sure you guys will need um, a small hand weight. So five is going to be quite heavy for holding weight like out here. Um, so I'm using threes. And if you haven't been training arms a lot, you might just want like twos. Um, or you can always put it down. So let's go ahead and get started. I'm actually going to put our message up here on the TV today. If I can figure out, I may not be able to do stats today. Hold on. Let me see if I can do both. Just a second. Um, but if anybody knows me personally, you know that this is one of my favorite verses of all time, and it was a huge wellness revelation for me, and this verse jumped off the page when I went through Revelation Wellness Instructor training and completely changed my life. And had I not um, sat in this verse, meditated on it, and obeyed what God was bringing to me through it, I would not be, I wouldn't be teaching today. I wouldn't be free today. I wouldn't be <laughs> probably carrying this baby today. Um, so it started a ripple effect of radical freedom for me. So 1 Corinthians 6.12, everything is permissible for me, but not everything is beneficial. Everything is permissible for me, but I will not be mastered by anything. I'm going to share a little bit of my story with that as we ride. Um, we're going to start in some worship. But one of the things that Elisa says in this book, which, by the way, is on sale this week for a little over $11, and it's just like an eight-week program for freedom. I hate even calling it a program, but before when I went through it, it used to be called way less to feed more, but it's about losing what weighs you down and regaining true health and freedom and wellness, wholeness in Christ. And it truly changed my life. One of her quotes was, a kingdom wellness plan should include time for us to slow down so that we can let the Holy Spirit come and create space between us and whatever is weighing us down. So we're going to meditate on this verse. And in case you don't know this one or this isn't one that was totally life-changing for you so far, um, I put it up here so that you can glance up at it. We'll repeat it as we ride. And my question to you as we train today is, is anything weighing you down? keeping you sick, keeping you anxious, keeping you afraid, ashamed, or is there something that keeps you puffed up in pride? Does anything master you? And what is your freedom worth? So for me, this is the verse. God had already been after me about laying down alcohol for many years. And I use the same excuse that many people 
will still use with me when I talk about this. And they'll say, you know, well, I just do it on the weekends or I have a two drink maximum or, but I like it and I like who I am or I'm not an alcoholic or I'm not an addict. I use all of those excuses. You don't have to be living on the streets puking your guts out at the end of the day to be an alcoholic or fill in the blank. Maybe it's not alcohol. It can be other substances. It can be food. It can be a position, status. If you can't, if you can't, ex uh, you know, exert self-control with social media, anything can master us. Anything that we give more devotion to than the Lord and our freedom and the Word of God. So today I'd love to just write and take a self-analysis. And God knows, He knows things that we are often in denial ourselves about. So let's give Him a chance. Let's give Him a chance to speak to us, to download revelations to us, wisdom, a word of knowledge for another step of freedom. Because that one step of freedom will lead to a lifetime, a world of freedom, and generations of freedom. My husband and I receiving, like me receiving this conviction and the convictions he's received, they weren't fun to walk through at the time. But it's saying yes to God, even though I was like, I don't know how, because I didn't believe I could have fun without ever having a glass of wine or a drink again. And I wasn't abusing it like I was in earlier years, in my BC years. But the reality is this did master me. It's one of the biggest strongholds in my life because I didn't believe I could lay it down. If there's something, carbs, sugar, coffee, <laughs> whatever it might be, gossip, a job, a position, that it just gives you a stomach ache to think about laying it down. I'd love for you to talk to the Lord about it today. Let his perfect love cast out fear. The fears of how? The fears of really? Could, could this really have a grip on me? The fear of the shame of admitting it? I'm not here to teach a message and play God or be the Holy Spirit, but to teach you the word and then share a story of freedom from my own story, my own life, my own testimony, and my freedom has cost me a lot, but not nearly as much as it cost Jesus, and every single bit of it has been worth it, and a lot of you have testimonies too, right? But we're always being sanctified until the day we get called home. So there's more. There's more. There's more in there that God wants to work out. Amen. All right. Add a few turns of resistance. So usually we just go up like two or three turns after the warm-up. We're going up like four or five, maybe even six turns. It's not a super fast beat. We're going to move. Just to know you haven't lied to at some point or place Well, I can't relate And you're wondering if it's worth it Heartbroken, feeling worthless So the hurt is too great 
Like a march. Heels are down. Down and back. Come on up. We're still getting warm. And at any point, if you're not getting enough of a push, add resistance, add speed. Or if you're starting over or new, take your resistance down. There's no shame. Nobody else knows how you're riding. Here we go, out to three. So we want to drink plenty of water in the beginning before we sweat. Elbows are rich, shoulders are down. Try to walk those shoulder blades to the back of your ribs. Stabilize. Pull your weight back over your seat. Let your body move side to side. Breathe. So last month, we did best and refresh. And you can know that anytime God is calling you to a season of rest or a sabbatical, that there's going to be a season of work and goodness ahead and he's wanting you rested for that so for me for this class we're here we had an easy refreshing lots of restoration rides last month now we're back to putting our hand to the plow but if god has you in a different season or you're still riding out that season of rest train humility pull back Take what you need. So Lord, God, we love you. We love you, God. You paid the ultimate price for our freedom. So Lord, bring it up right here. Lord, we ride. We ride. We devote our time to you. This whole hour, I pray, God, that you would bind up the distractions, the thoughts, the to-do list, the anxiety, the denial, the pride, anything that hinders us from hearing clearly from you, Lord. We ask for revelation. I ask for a word for every single person that hears this message, Lord, that you would speak to us clearly. Take it down. Lord, we want you to be our personal trainer, God. We want you to be our doctor. We want you to be the counselor that we listen to above all else. In Jesus' name, fill us afresh with your Holy Spirit today. Give us ears to hear. Jesus name. Amen. So take your resistance down a couple turns. Pick it up a little bit. And stay hydrated. We're going to sweat. Let's turn some party lights on. They're going to work. 
All right, lift your butt up. Let's run. Big exhales. We're getting that heart rate up quick. So stay with the music. Stay in step with the spirit. Slow it down. Feel your breath all the way in. Bottom of your lungs. Big exhale. Here we go. Pick it up.
straight back. Nice in the city might be more than pretty, pretty. Slow pose. That freaky shine might be more than So you're leaning forward, your back is straight. Squeeze your shoulder blades together. You're feeling it. Upper middle back, triceps. Lift a little higher for more triceps. Squeeze, squeeze. Head is neutral, don't hang it. Blow it out. Back to the front. Here it comes. Squeeze your core. Nice and stable. Strong arms. Lots of chest. Lots of shoulders. Right here. Hold on. Up. Going. We're gonna take it to up three, down one. Right here, up three. Up, two, three, down quick. Up, two, three, down quick. Up, stop at the shoulders. Up, two, three, down quick. Up, up, squeeze. Up, two, squeeze. Pull it back a little bit at the top. in the cradle. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, we only have time for two more questions. Toby. Yep, the young lady in the back with the I heart, Jamie Gresham. Hey, question, um, hello, good morning. I'm just wondering, when can we expect you and Michael and Kevin? All right. So you're gonna adjust to the resistance that you need. So if today, if you need a recovery song, Take it, turn your resistance down, and just enjoy the ride. So you're going to be riding somewhere between low and medium resistance. And as the music builds, we're going to build. So recheck your form, check your alignment. Shoulders are down, elbows are in. Slight bend in your elbows. Push yourself back in the saddle if you need to. Take up the whole armor of God, the helmet of salvation, the breastplate of righteousness, the belt of truth, the gospel sandals of peace. Arm yourself with the sword of the spirit, the word of God. 1 Corinthians 6.12, everything is permissible for me, but not everything is beneficial. Everything is permissible for me, but in the name of Jesus, I will not be mastered. 
by anything. Our body, our body does not master us. Our body does not dictate the decisions we make. We hear from heaven, revelation from heaven, and then we act, we obey, we repent, we change. Whatever God is calling us to. But we seek first. Seek first the kingdom. Before you make a decision. Before you deny something. Before you commit to something. Before you act on something. Come on. back, make space to walk in step with the Spirit, right? How did she say it? Include time to slow down so that we can let the Holy Spirit come and create space between us and whatever's weighing us down. A grudge, bitterness, <laughs> a food a food that's causing physical infirmity, reliance on something that we think is giving us energy or satisfaction, that in turn is actually weighing us down, wearing us down, burning out our adrenal glands, or poisoning our mind, wearing out our nervous system, I'm going to tell you, the coffee thing and the energy drink thing is a serious problem. It is a serious problem. And the church, for the most part, is laughing about it. We're laughing about it. We pretty much serve the two worst things that could be in combination, coffee and donuts. But come get the Word of God. Poison your body and feed your soul. You can say no just because it's there. It's good training grounds to say no. Amen? Some people, I mean, a donut doesn't feed anybody. But if they're not allergic to gluten or dairy, maybe, the consequences aren't so big. For somebody like me, they're much bigger. And it's not worth having a cloudy mind, anxiety, a couple nights of lost sleep, I'm not saying anxiety because I feel guilty for eating it, because that's what it does to my liver, to my nervous system, to my immune system. It just sets me completely off course. So I'm telling you that because if we're in denial about certain things about our diet, or we're trying different things and we're still not feeling good, then ask the Lord if you need help. And ask Him who, when, what, how, and He will lead you. But don't let pride take over. I watch people try to figure things out on their own forever. And they're seeking the Lord faithfully. He's nudging them to get help. 
but the fear of money masters them, right? Or another priority that doesn't feed them takes precedence over investing in their health or laying something down. It's real. Must, must, much anxiety, which keeps people in bondage. Many, millions of people in bondage or medicated is caused by unrepentant sin and diet, gut problems, because 95% of our neurotransmitters are made in the gut. So mental problems, mental illness, a lot of torment comes from what we put in our bodies and things that are mastering us that we're in denial about. Have resistance, let's climb, 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 climb. Work it out. The day I repented for drinking alcohol, and I denied it for years. I had a good job, I was a doctor. None of my friends would have been like, oh yeah, she's an alcoholic. So hear me, hear me today. It didn't matter, it didn't matter. God was saying, hand it over, because I have something so much better. Not because I'm a mean and legalistic God, but because I have something so much better for you. 33 years of night terrors ended in one act of repentance. My marriage, my gut, my hormones, all kinds of things started to heal. That I spent hundreds of dollars, hundreds of sleepless nights on, Days and years of worry, torment, running to doctors, what's wrong with me? All my blood work, perfectly fine. Everything I asked, do I have a thyroid problem? Do I have a gluten allergy? Take your resistance down, down, down. They all said no. I went. Totally holistic before I was in this field, before I graduated as a doctor. <laughs> and, you know, I have to trust that the Lord, He didn't let those doctors give me answers because what that season that felt like it would never end, decades of torment and sickness and fatigue and exhaustion and chronic pain and hormone imbalance and vertigo and you name it it taught me to sit at the feet of Jesus and I was delivered of so much through those years through those years there were many things that mastered me I could not say no to men I gave my body away huge stronghold alcohol <laughs> negativity discontentment fears of money Fears of man, people pleasing, the fear of saying no, the fear of being too much, saying yes and being who God created me to be, giving me a mouthpiece, 
but always using it not for righteousness but for bad he's redeemed so much <laughs> but i had to sit at his feet and say get desperate enough which i was a tough nut to crack and say i surrender whatever it takes i was finally there whatever it takes whatever you say lord and boy did i hear clearly and i didn't know how i could do what he was asking me to do but i just said you know what my heart broke for what broke god's heart and i was truly repentant and in his great mercy he gave me what i didn't deserve he took the cravings away he gave me strength i'd never experienced before he gave me restful sleep and when you've had insomnia your whole life and battled anxiety there's nothing sweeter than peace and freedom of mind and soul amen to have healthy hormones amen ladies that's a good feeling to not sweat through the night anymore <laughs> come on out of turn full surrender complete surrender us the sinners Lord what's hindering us from freedom what weighs us down what kind of words and language are we using are we using our mouthpiece to build up the church to build others up or to tear people down do we always tear ourselves down shame guilt false humility name of Jesus it must go come on come on things all of these things that can master us 
or hinder our freedom, which is real, our purity is a condition of the heart, soul, mind, and strength, right? All boils down to a heart condition. To be like, well, that's just her story. I hear this all the time. Well, that's her story because she abused it because her parents were alcoholics. Or that's her story because she's a leader and a doctor. I'm not a leader. If you're a mom, you're a leader. If you're a dad, you're a leader. If you're a Christian, hello? <laughs> you're a leader. We are called to be set apart. And in, what is it, 1 Timothy 4.12, I think, don't for sure quote me on the address, but it's on that street. Um, we're called to be an example and a holy role model for the world. We set the standard, and the standard is the word of God. We get our standards and we set them higher. It doesn't matter what your pastors or your worship team or your church is justifying. I use that. I use that. I was like, I can have a glass of wine sometimes. Like, I know people that are in ministry that are doing awesome and they drink sometimes and they have no shame about it. I'm fine. I had, this is between you and God. That was between me and God. If I had denied that, this ministry would have never happened. Three and a half years of so many testimonies and stories. The, the stuff I get to see and practice that other doctors don't get to see because God is so welcome there. We see people, we put our hands on people and people, some people are healed in the moment. Some people walk through conviction they've never been able to receive before. Freedom that they've been going to doctors who are way more experienced, have way more letters behind their name, way better uh, spoken than me. We get to see people set free quickly, quickly. That is not me. That is just heaven coming down to earth because a vessel that is willing to be cleaned out, right? Call the plumber, seal up the leaks, get rid of the clogs, the things that hinder. Come on. Come on, let's worship. foot on Broadway God has plans for you a hope a future good plans better than you can ever think or imagine he does all of us all of us all of us and you don't have to have some fancy degree or go through ministry school if he calls you yes but he can train you up. He can heal you. It starts here. It starts here. It starts in the word. It starts with a heart that says, yes, Lord, I surrender whatever it takes, whatever you want, because you publicly hung for me and you did nothing. May we never forget the reality of that. 
We have a church, a world of people who are not walking in the reality of the resurrection. Like, I'm saved, so I do whatever I want. Grace is not permission to live by the flesh. Grace is humbling, and it makes us say, I've been forgiven of so much. It's a miracle. I can love much, and I will love the Lord with all of my heart, soul, mind, and strength. Amen? Let his perfect love bind up your fears. So Jesus, Come on, come on, this song never gets old. There's power in the name of Jesus. A program doesn't heal you. A book doesn't heal you. The power of Jesus through these things, these good gifts he gives us, that's where the healing comes from. Come on. Jesus is the comfort that we're seeking. <sighs> All right. This is our hardest song. We got two more songs. You're going to do a medium resistance. So that varies between us, depending on where you're at, how you're feeling today. Medium resistance. And as the music builds, we're not going to change the resistance. So you're climbing, but then when the music hits, you're power climbing through that same resistance. So you decide, at the end of this song, we should be like, 
Have some resistance. Work it out. Work it out. The Lord already knows. He's not afraid. He's not disgusted. He's not ashamed. He loves you. all the way down if you're still waiting or if you're still hurting if you're still waiting for an answer you can trust God in that it's not no I forgot about you or I left you it's maybe a direction you've closed your heart to maybe like me a lot of steps of obedience maybe it's just I'm teaching you how to sit and be still and know that I am God and I am the only thing that will comfort you that will give you eternal peace I am the only one who knows you all of you because I created you and I had ideas about you before I ever conceived you. Purpose and good plans for you. Maybe he's yanking on the leash and saying, wait, I tell my dog all the time. Wait, wait. She's listening sooner and sooner. But I think that sometimes God's doing that to us because we live in such a fast paced, give me instant results kind of culture. We want immediate release, but I'll tell you, there is so much blessing that comes from our pain. We were made to feel, we were made to feel overwhelming joy, overwhelming sadness, and we're made to feel pain. And I'm really like sitting in that with being pregnant, like I look forward to giving birth. 
because I know that it doesn't have to be as brutal as some people say it is. I know that fear is a major inhibiting factor that increases our pain and uh, struggles that come with it. But there is so much that comes from surrender and just sitting through the process. Amen? Whatever that is. Whatever that is. He's in the fire with you. He's on the mountaintop with you. He's merciful. He's gracious. And he has good news that he wants to share with us. And there are things that he's going to teach us and reveal to us. Some that will come through other people or maybe through a book or something that you read through his word. And some that he wants to speak just directly to you, his sons and daughters straight from heaven to you. And we're going to miss it if we don't learn to sit at his feet and seek first the kingdom of God. Amen? All right, let's breathe. Exhale. Inhale. Exhale. Inhale. Take it up one more time. Baby back bend, upper thoracic back bend. So you're bending through your upper back right here. Squeeze the shoulder blades together. Eyes up, eyes on heaven. If you always think thoughts that are negative, the bottom's gonna fall out. It's gonna be bad. Blessings aren't for you. Name of Jesus that ends today. Put your hands right here, open them up and receive the fullness of God, the love of God, his season of favor and blessing, holy confidence. You don't have to justify and dump down his blessings. This is something I'm training and learning still. Take it forward. Reverse it. Open up your chest. Lift those arms if you can. Open your chest. Open your heart. Expose it. Expose your heart to the Lord. Lord, come on. Get in those closets where there's spider webs and where we've lost the key to those little secret places. Lord, unlock it. Come on in. Break the dam. Flood us with your perfect love, your grace, your mercy resurrection power, things that we can't do on our own. Release it. Shake it out. Take one arm over the other. Wrap it. Press it forward. Lift it up. Release it. Other side. Wrap it. Press it forward. Lift it up. Palms, open them up right here. Shoulders down. Train those shoulders to stay down. You always want to shrug. Other side. This song has been ministering to me so much, obviously because God gave me the name Mercy for this little girl in my belly. But he's because he wants to teach me about his mercy that reigns forever. Her name is Mercy Rain. 
And I know that that's a promise to me and to her and to our family, the next generation. But it's a promise to you guys too. It's a promise from the word of God. Take it forward. Heels down, tip it over. He is a God who gives us what we don't deserve. The things that I did to my body, the places I took Jesus, <laughs> the ways I blasphemed him for so many years, and then I was told I would never have kids at age 24, and I was infertile, and I had endometriosis, but God, I never believed that. Even with, even with the screwed up mind that I had, I never believed that, and I chose not to have a hysterectomy because God had a good plan 13, 14 years later for such a time as this, you know? And he's good. He's merciful. He is merciful. I have to trust that that was the Lord. Even in my darkest days, that was the Lord when I didn't know him. I didn't even know of him. Switch feet. Heels down. Tip it over. He delights in showing mercy over judgment. We don't deserve it. But he's good. Is the sweetest thing. Yeah. When you he's gracious. Is the sweetest thing. Mercy is not giving us what we deserve. Grace is giving us far beyond what we deserve. And he's both. When the one and our lives are stories of his faithfulness. That's Pull your spine up to the ceiling. Round it up, pull your shoulder blades down. Big round spine, round like you mean it. Reverse, chin up, tailbone up. Pull those shoulders down, chin up, eyes on heaven. Get them back on the cross, back on the hope that you are constantly anchored to. Back on the promise of heaven, we live from just the joy of knowing that our names are written in heaven. Amen? Release it. Come off the bike. Let's put one foot up on the frame, toes up. We're going to turn in toward the front of our body first. So lean toward your toe. We're stretching a little bit more of the inner thigh. more breath here. When you let it all go, is the sweetest Inhale. Turn it square up to that toe. Exhale down. It's time to leave the grief and then inhale up. Opposite hand comes to the outside of that foot. Exhale down. Try to keep your back a little bit straight. Feel the stretch on your outer thigh, outside of your hip. Inhale up, take this top leg, cross it over, keep your back straight, sink it down. Open those hips, relax that ankle, try to stack your knee right on top of that ankle right there. Rest in the stretch, sink into it, a little deeper with every exhale.
and inhale up when you're ready. Other side, so toe up on the frame. So go toward the inside of your pelvis first. Tip it over when you're ready. If you want to take it deeper, you can bring an arm up and over. Open the outside of your ribs. I know we didn't do it on the other side and being imbalanced drives me crazy too. <laughs> so you can catch it at the end if you want. Next inhale, square up to that toe. Exhale down, keep your back straight if you can. I've only got a few more weeks of this stretch. <laughs> have to like, move the baby out of the way. <laughs> have to get creative with our cool downs. And then opposite hand to the outside of the foot. And then inhale up, last stretch. Cross that leg over, sink it down. Three breaths here and then we're finished. So keep your back straight, really get into those hips right here, your IT man, feel it stretch. You need to kind of shimmy side to side to feel the deeper stretch, do it. Do what your body needs. It looks different, we're all shaped different. We have different width of hips and different leg lengths and different torso lengths. Our bodies move a little bit different. And inhale up when you're ready. All right, guys, that's it for today. Thank you for working out with me. I love you guys. No condemnation in Christ. We train godliness, which means we go deep and we train the harder stuff. So it um, doesn't always feel good, but we're a community in a place where we actually get better. We don't just feel better for one hour. Amen? All right, love you guys.